0: Welcome to the Ringer Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to godly marriages and the trials we all face. Our goal here is to strengthen, encourage, and educate through the personal experiences we've gained in our 15 years of difficult bliss. We aren't licensed counselors or pastors, but we are experts on just about everything your relationship can weather. We've been through the Ringer, and we're still standing. Well, good morning. Good morning. Welcome back.
1: We were supposed to do this yesterday afternoon, but.
0: Yeah, I had a uh, broken drive shaft on my truck, so that kind Shocker. of. Uh, yeah, something breaking on that thing. That's weird.
1: So he, we decided to do it this morning, give him a minute off. Yes.
0: And
1: do the Lord's work.
0: That's right. Lord's of, work is more important than death truck work.
1: <laughs> Maybe, what if that is the Lord's work? See, we don't know. We're I don't know. so lost. It
0: doesn't it. seem like it is because everything keeps breaking.
1: Good night. Yeah but this weekend this past weekend we uh watched our oldest daughter and her school play what else did we do this weekend um oh we dodged tornadoes dodged
0: tornadoes at the play
1: yeah we were in the hallways just like just like back when we were in school
0: yeah brought
1: back memories
0: yeah we got to watch the the production of annie
1: did really well yeah
0: they did we got to watch it twice friday night for two hours and saturday night for two hours
1: our school is super small so for them to find a pool of talent yeah. that can actually do a production that has so many songs in it, like Annie. I was really proud of it. Yeah, them.
0: they did really, really well.
1: What else have we done this week? Which church? What else? It's
0: been a normal week.
1: Yeah, pretty um, humdrum, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, last week, our last episode, we talked about intimacy, and today we're going to do infidelity. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, adultery because it leads right into it. Right. I mean, sexual dissatisfaction. Oh yeah.
0: And, and, And that's huge inside of marriages.
1: I mean, just, it'll lead. Yeah. It'll lead right into it if you're not
0: careful. Right. So. I mean, not our marriage, but a lot of marriages.
1: No, but I mean, I was thinking about this last night before we decided not to record, but. I was thinking that, you know, when we were going through our toughest times mm-hmm. and when I was a brick wall to you. Right. And if I'd heard that you had foreseen someone on the side, I yeah. would not have been, first of all, I wouldn't have been mad. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been shocked because there was nothing. Yeah. You know, no spark, no right. excitement for each other. You know, it's all environmental. Sure. But it turns into mental. So yeah. back then, I'm like, you know, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. Because we are ironclad. Yeah. So if I it could yeah. happen to us.
0: Yeah. I mean, I joke and say, you know, not in our marriage, but I mean, the the truth is, there, you know, nobody's immune to this.
1: I mean, Satan is he's super good. Yeah. At making you want something more. Right. So you're not you're not bulletproof to nope. him. Nope. Especially when you're, you know, our brains are not working correctly and we're worried about something that we shouldn't be worried about. Right. I mean, everything creeps in when you let one thing
0: in. I'm being smothered by our dogs here. Quit petting them. Girls, go lay down.
1: Go lay down. Go lay down. Girls, lay down.
0: Go lay down.
1: You've got to stop doing this. So, I was doing some research and it... I came across way too many things. I mean, there was no lack of studies done on infidelity and adultery inside of a, well, it didn't matter the age of a marriage, but it, they, the biggest thing that I noticed was how frequent it happened.
0: Yeah, those statistics, when I looked over them, just blew my mind.
1: The, I guess the average would be around 50%. After um, I looked at all the studies but well the few that I looked at I guess but 50% of marriages experience an affair of some of some kind yeah and I would honestly people are not going to take it the truth I think that it would be a lot higher if quit licking me sorry (laughs) (laughs) that was Pearl yeah he's in his chair like he's supposed to be right but um, if people told the truth, yeah, there's a whole lot more going on than just fifty yeah. percent because you don't have to be sexual with someone right. or have sex with someone to be for it to be considered adultery.
0: Right, and we're not just talking about the secular world; we're talking about inside the church as well. Uh, actually, it's pro-
1: sadly I was
0: gonna say it, it. It's probably worse inside the church than outside. The well,
1: church. one of the places that women. Meet their... What are they called? Their affair, I guess? Sure. I am so not... I, I have know. no insider
0: What's knowledge. What's the male equivalent of a side chick? I don't know. That's what it would be. A piece? Sure. I
1: don't know. Side
0: piece. Side piece. But
1: we'll just call it, That's what we're going to call it. The whole... The rest of the episode. That's right. Your side, side piece. piece. Yeah. Piece says. Mm-hmm. But the one place that women meet someone... Is inside the church. Yeah, in the church. And uh, that didn't scare you. I mean, nothing will.
0: You know, the reason I I met you online was because, you know, I'm not the bar type. Right. And I didn't want to meet someone in a bar. And I certainly didn't want to go to church to meet somebody. Right. Because that's just not what churches were. Well, let's say
1: that you're serving in a certain capacity at church yeah and i'm not serving with you Mm -hmm. and there's a female who is without her serving same spot without her husband Mm -hmm. and she finds you attractive she finds you attentive she finds you what she would like to have right and her husband right i mean even if it's Mm one-sided it's not okay but that is it's if it can get inside of our churches
2: oh
0: yeah
1: then it's The world is just doomed. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I gotta clear my throat. throat) Okay, so I found one study, and I think I don't know if you saw this one too, because we researched by ourselves yesterday. But there was one study done of 200 couples that actually, or 200 people actually, that had admitted they had had an affair Mm -hmm. outside of their marriage. Out of those 200 people. And again, why is that number so low? People are just... Yeah. They're fooling themselves here. But 55% of the men who cheated did so with five or more women.
3: Yeah. That, what?
1: that
0: oh, blew my mind one. when I saw that.
1: Five or more women. What's wrong with you? It's Sexual appetites are just nuts. They're crazy. Y'all need to calm down. We do. Okay, but 50% of women out of this 200... Was with one man. So what this shows me and Rusty, too, is that the women are out for something specific. Mm -hmm. Like, it's probably emotional. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what they say that they're lacking. But the men, it's all about the nookie. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with... Emotional or attention or no, it's all sex driven.
0: Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent.
1: I bet if we ask those that fifty five percent, how many of them look at porn? Mm -hmm. That all said, it's
0: probably fifty five or hundred percent of the fifty five percent. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because I mean, it's an unrealistic view of what sex is anyway. We all know that, right? No one's like that Mm -hmm. except on porn, right? Okay. 32% of these men met their women on social media or Mm -hmm. like a dating. This would, oh my gosh, if I found Tinder on your phone, (laughs) you wouldn't have a phone. Right. You would have to just like borrow people's phone to talk to me. But social media, like Facebook, Mm -hmm. as you've been. Oh, yeah. uh, You're very aware of that. Yeah. And Tinder. You're married. Mm-hmm. Why are you on Tinder? Right. And then 22% of the women, like I just said, met them in a social setting, like a bar, or or had uh, known them previously. So they had either been in a relationship with them before or had slept with them before. They knew them previously. But the social setting was like a bar or their kids' sporting events yeah. or their school or church. Mm-hmm make me want to hurt somebody yeah and then again like i said you know the, the proof of all these men having five or more women yeah 23 percent of the men polled said that the reason is sexual satisfaction mm-hmm. that they go looking outside of the home well oh, yeah and then 28 percent of the women say they like emotional satisfaction and what I, I think they're not being really honest either. I think it's probably more than twenty-eight percent of women. Yeah, I, I sure. feel like that's. Like, I'm a normal person, I think, but mm-hmm. that would be where I would, if I were deficient there, then I would. Yeah. Find something else. Yeah. But anyway.
0: No, it's it's completely physical for the guys.
1: Yeah, and the one thing, another thing that I thought was really odd is that more affairs happen after your thirties. And for both Mm -hmm. genders in your 40s through your 60s is where the largest number especially women like they peak in the 60s Mm
3: -hmm. what? what with the affairs? that's
1: my mom's age yeah and I'm sitting there going mom what do you think about that? because I mean she would I guess she would know her friends are the same age but
0: I guess that's maybe when all the uh, erectile dysfunction's kicking in. Maybe uh, kids gone. Could be.
1: I mean, mom's a a grandma, so
0: yeah.
1: Her, all of her kids have been gone for a while, but she started so young.
0: Yeah.
3: So.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe we won't have that trouble. Our girls will live here forever. Yeah. We're gonna have kids forever. But um, you're gonna tell me out. Reasons more and more time spent away from the spouse. Okay, that's the the biggest issue after reading everything was that time spent apart from each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Whether it's work or activities outside of the house, like yes. you know, kids activities or um, like a girl's guy's night, you know, anything that keeps you away from your spouse. That puts more time between you that, you know, you don't get to have quality time for each other. Right. That's where it starts. Yeah. So, as we've said, it, and as, if you're not listening to this podcast sequentially, like, from one to now, start over.
0: Oh, yeah, you need to. You've got
1: to start from the beginning
0: because... Everything builds on, yeah, on itself.
1: We hit on the stuff that you need to correct from the beginning. Right. Until now. So...
0: Yeah, that what you just said that's um that's one reason that infidelity is so high in like the airline industry Mm you know oh
1: and plus they i mean you're with the same group of people yeah i'm just thinking southwest but you normally have the same crew Mm -hmm. and so if you find one of them attractive right there's gonna be stuff go on right because you're not at home right so you know there's a lot
3: of people
0: oh, yeah. that
1: travel now
0: because
1: of work. Yeah. So it's a bigger problem.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're gone, you know, four or five nights a week, uh, you know, and, and I mean, the, the potential is just huge there. And, yeah. Uh, my
1: mom traveled a lot, and it was—there was a lot of—
0: That's that's one thing that's honestly kept me out of the airlines. Yeah. Because I don't want—at uh, at church— um, uh, the other day, our pastor was talking about. Uh, you know, you don't even want the hint of. Um,
1: well, there's lots of hints. Yeah. But hint of the. I wrote them down.
0: Yeah, I can't. My my mind just went <laughs> blank on, on what. The
1: but word but what he what to say used, is uh, don't don't start flirting. Right. Flirtation. Whew, that can get you in trouble. Yeah. There are a lot of people in this world. I'm so oblivious to flirtation. I always have been. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't know if I'm flirtatious. But I can watch someone else flirt with Yeah. a man flirt with a woman. Mm-hmm. And I know who they are. And I know. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop yeah. right there. And I don't care about your personality. You probably need to stop it because you just, you flirt with the wrong person and it can snowball. Yeah. Just, just being funny or cutesy or touching somebody that, you know, in a friendlier way than you should. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll punch a guy. Yeah. But that's not flirting. That's because he's a turd and you know. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to be reminded. But I mean, I've got two in mind right now and they're both bald. <laughs> But, um, any you think of one?
0: That you would punch? Yeah,
1: uh, Eric and Mike.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: But anyway, um, that's not flirting. But... Right. It's, that, that's so dangerous.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and, and that's how it starts. I mean, it seems so innocent.
1: Well, let's say that you hadn't been home. Yeah. Or, well, I don't see you much anyway. It's almost like you do travel for right. work. Right, no kidding. Literally, but some dude pays me more attention than you have been Mm -hmm. even if he's not meaning anything by it i'm going to take it wrong yeah and if i'm looking for that attention and that affection Mm -hmm. there it is Yeah. and i'm going to try to work that into something more than it is and hello you've got first of all you got an emotional affair starting
0: right well you know satan's going to make sure that if there's any deficiency in any area, he's going to exploit that.
1: Yeah, and the new technology... It's not really new, I guess, 20 years old, but technology's made it so much easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, an instant connection, and you can hide it Yeah. from anyone. Right. And, I mean, it's, it's completely... It's a new world for me. But mm-hmm. like, I keep thinking, what else can happen to damage our marriages? Yeah. Well...
0: Well, there's no telling.
1: It's... It, it's really not hard to watch it yeah but okay so infidelity is something that is cultivated or grown from a place of deficiency like i've said deficiency being affection or in an emotional connection mm-hmm. or sexual gratification which is huge yeah ladies Men.
0: Again, for the men, that's it's it. That's what it's all about.
1: You know, so, uh, hey, for women, we like it too. Yeah. Don't act like you don't. <clears throat> and if you don't, you don't need to figure some things out. Because I can see where if you and I didn't do well in the bedroom, mm-hmm. I may go somewhere else too. Yeah. I might like, want to. <laughs> There's no problem. There. I was going to say, yeah. But, um, oh, we ended our drought. That was this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. High five. That's right. Our instructional videos will be coming out in the next few weeks.
1: That's right. It's not porn. It's instructions. (laughs) That's right.
0: It's Yeah, it's Christian sexual instruction.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, anyway.
0: That was a joke, by the way.
1: It is a joke. Anything. If you take anything that we say that sounds like it's a joke seriously, you need to start over. Mm -hmm. Go back to number one again and just Listen. My, my love language is sarcasm.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with that.
1: Okay. So there are different types of infidelity or adultery. Let's right. call it adultery. That's yeah. more of a biblical, that's a biblical term. Oh, yeah. So, and that's what we're all about. Mm-hmm. So the first one is lust. You want to tell me about lust?
0: Yeah. Um... Kind of back up, just a minute. Go for it. Okay, um, you know, back in uh, back in biblical times, the uh, you know the the Pharisees were legalistic, and they were a bunch of rule keepers, and uh, you know they they were told thou shalt not commit adultery, and so they thought you know as long as they don't physically do that. Then everything's cool. And then Jesus came along and said, you know, hey, if you look at a woman with lust, then you've already committed adultery in your heart.
1: Jesus is such a party pooper.
0: Yeah. And uh, uh, so anyway, I just wanted to, you know, I kind of wanted to say that kind of as an anchor to hang all this stuff on.
1: Yeah. So what he's talking about, we have actually have scripture because I was on it yesterday. I was on fire. Because this is a problem and it it really bothers me a lot when, I don't think the last episode when we talked about Magic Mike and what else did we talk about? Okay. (laughs) Let me pause. I'm going to confess that when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, Mm -hmm. I read all three of those atrocious books. Yeah. One through three, completely read them all. Yeah. And I am forgiven. So yeah. I can tell you about it. Yeah. So uh, here's what it is I'm a reader. And everything you read anymore is basically. I mean, if you read anything beyond um, some mysteries or thrillers or whatever, you're going to have sex in them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm the kind that skips over the sex scenes because I'm not interested. Yeah. It's really not something I'm looking for. Right. So. I'm, everybody's talking about Fifty Shades. So, I, I pick it up. I read it. And I... It, it was... First of all, it's eye-opening. I'm not naive. Yeah. But this is like over-the-top, abusive-type behavior. So, <clears throat> I started skipping all of... Well, most of the book. Because mm-hmm. it's nothing but... gratuitous sex. Yeah. Abusive sex. And... Rusty, after I was reading it, I'm like, you, let me read some of this. Let me tell you about some of this. And so he thought that this is something that I was interested in.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I hadn't read the I book. Mean, the, the, signal, so. the
1: signals were very mixed here. Communication, people. Right. But, number one, that that was some of the worst writing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. If anyone wants to write a fictional no, a fiction novel, go for it. If that woman can get published, everybody in this world deserves to be published. Right. But um, it was bad writing. It was completely scary that this young girl, and I'm talking a few years older than Aubrey, mm-hmm. was mixed up in this relationship. And then I read all three of the stupid books. Yeah. Because I was honestly worried about this child. Mm-hmm. It was such a weird dynamic. But anyway, there's my confession for today. Yeah. So the Magic Mike, Fifty Shades, it's about the same time, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about girls nights that are constant. Yeah. Girls weekends that are constant. Not I'm not talking once a year. I'm not talking. You know what I'm talking about. And that's all you live for. Yeah. And you go out with your girls and you see a cute bartender or you see a dude without with his guys. And you think, oh, the other thing was the pictures that people post on social media about, ooh, which one's hotter? Yeah. Which one would you get a bit? Okay. Yeah. That's all lust. Oh, yeah. Every single bit of that. The book the movies, mm-hmm. the pictures—if you look at them and you have a tingle in your belly,
3: right—you
1: need to back up and mm-hmm. figure out why. Because if you have more attraction to those pictures of people that aren't real and probably stink, yeah, than your husband, mm-hmm. there's a problem. You need to look at your husband, and you can come in with the men's part. Oh yeah, but you <clears throat> need to look at your husband as. No. With more admiration and more attraction than you look at those stupid pictures of people Mm -hmm. or movies or books that aren't real. Yeah. And some guy in a bar who, if he's there and he's looking at you, he's already bad news. Mm -hmm. Don't step that line. That's, it's just, that's lust.
0: Yeah. Of course, you can't, if if a guy's looking at you, you can't really blame it on the guy. Um,
1: well, if I'm dressed like I am right
0: now. Oh yeah, if you are now. But what I've what I've noticed, and that's kind of a good segue into this. But what I've noticed with a lot of women is if they go out with their friends, um, they'll dress a whole lot more provocatively than if they go out with their husband. Yeah. It's like you know they're they're trying to draw attention. And so
1: let me take the women's position. Yeah. If he's looking at her and she's got a wedding band on,
0: yeah, he needs to stop. No, I agree with that.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, I yeah, agree with that's that.
1: Not, yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. Don't invite someone to to ogle you. Right. Brady was talking about that.
0: Oh yeah, he he spoke about it at church. As far as the way uh, women dress for church.
1: Yeah. Button that next button. <laughs> that's what he's talking about yeah cover it up that's for your husband right if you are a married woman or if you are single and that man that you're trying to get the attention of is married Mm -hmm. you're in the wrong so modest is hottest yeah you know I'll take it and I'll tell my children and they hear it all the time cover it up yeah it's not for sale Mm -hmm. but as far as men must yes let's talk to our boys
0: yeah. Well, I feel like there's more lust in the men's. Department. Oh yeah. I mean, men. I mean, that's all it is—is is lust. Uh, with and, and I'll just say with us because I'm a man because you know I'm speaking in in general terms for for men.
1: Fiona's about to bark. I'm just giving you a warning. Go uh, ahead.
0: Okay. Um, but one thing that that I want to specifically say to married women listening um, is when you guys got married. You made a you made a promise. Oh,
1: sorry, <laughs> I didn't know you weren't dying.
0: No, well, you folded the paper under there, and that bothers me.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm
3: um,
0: sorry. When you when you got married, you made a promise to your husband to meet his physical needs, mm-hmm. and so if that's not happening, and I'm not saying your husband's not a turd, he may be a turd, mm-hmm. um, but biblically speaking, you are the only person in this world. That can meet his physical needs. Yeah. Um, again, and, and you know, and I'm talking about biblically in the confines of marriage. I right. mean, sure, he can go out and have an affair, um, but as as far as the the you know marital aspect, you know, when you two got married, and same with him, you know, when you two got married, you both agreed, you know, yes, I will be the one to meet your needs until we die.
1: So let's say a guy. Is getting his needs filled. And Mm -hmm. he still looks.
3: Yeah.
1: He still ogles women. Right. And so what's that
0: problem? I don't know. I I, I really don't. Because I think if, if a guy strays, he's not getting his needs met.
1: Well... Well let's just say my thinking is I feel like he's he's definitely not a Christian. Yeah. Though he professes to be. And if he is, he's blocked out what God's trying to tell him. Yeah. Anytime he does look beyond his wife in desire.
0: Right. I or, mean there there's there's an underlying issue
1: there really is if, if,
0: if he's looking. If
1: he can't stop that.
0: Right. Because I personally I I've never known a man uh who looked outside of his marriage for satisfaction? Uh, who was, who, happy who was completely happy in his marriage? Women either, right?
1: I, I, do, I mean, if they again, if they do, if you, they do look upon even even these silly pictures, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Ooh, yeah, that, I wouldn't kick it." Well, you probably need to back up. Yeah, go pick up your Bible and pray about this. Not joking.
0: You know what? I think with a lot of guys, it's more idolatry than anything else because they, I mean, even if they're happy in their marriage, um, a lot of guys, they want the attention. They want women to look at them and go, Ooh, he's hot. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: you know, they're, you know, they're at the gym all the time. Well, I'm sure women do too. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. But they're, again, it's, it's idolatry because they are, they're basically worshiping, their own body and they want you know they want the recognition of others to to worship that too
2: yeah
1: so your prayer should be to be emptied of that stuff yeah empty yourself of all this oh yeah pray that god will fill that void that you are trying to fill yourself with something that's of this world right and there's that part (laughs) lust is lust is so much easier to i mean it's to say that it's not adultery, mm-hmm. but there are scriptures, there's scripture after scripture. Yeah. I mean, I was, when I looked yesterday to find ones that I thought would fit, there were plenty. Mm-hmm. And multiple times you see in in the Bible that don't look upon someone else. Mm-hmm. Don't turn outside of your marriage. Right. Don't go try to fulfill this. Desire. Mm-hmm. If you do, you need to gouge out your own eyes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. But if your eyes are going to offend your body or mm-hmm. your marriage, you need to get rid of them. Yeah. So they're not real. I mean, he's cutting dry. Mm-hmm. And this is what's wrong. Oh, there's
3: no gray area there.
1: None at all. Well, yeah. God's not gray. Right. He tells you if you just learn to listen. Mm-hmm. I do have. You can look at Matthew 5:28. We did Proverbs, did we not? On Sunday? I have a a verse from Proverbs. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Brady, he hit it hard. The the hint day. Wasn't that the day we did? Yes, it was. He did really, really well with whitewashing it a little bit. Here's what I say about about, uh, sermons. Church is great for opening your mind to to studying more. Mm-hmm. there's uh, There are a lot of things that pastors all over this country cannot say in front of their church Right. that Rusty and I can say. Yeah,
0: that's why it's fun to do this.
1: Without worry. Yeah. You already know getting into this that we're not going to be less than blunt. Right. We're going to tell you the truth and we're going to tell you how to apply what you have learned mm-hmm. from your pastor who has to be... How do I say that? He's, he, no, Brady can be offensive. Yeah. I, can, I hate saying his name, but he can be really offensive. Mm-hmm. And I love that because if he doesn't offend me, he doesn't you, convict if,
0: yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say he's he's really offensive if you are living in sin.
1: Right. And if he can't convict me, mm-hmm. then why did I even go? Right. So, but there are a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of pastors who feel like they can't go deep. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. That I'm gonna expound on what they say. Yeah. You know Brady's saying, "Don't look at her, don't touch her, don't flirt with her." I'm gonna I'm telling you, it's because it's it's sin. Yeah. It's straight up sinful. Yeah. And it's called out in the Bible.
0: You know, last episode when we were talking about the intimacy thing, I uh, I mentioned to uh, to change it up in the bedroom and you know keep it exciting and one reason i said that is because every heterosexual guy on this planet has fantasies yeah every single one okay um and from what i understand a lot of women do too you know so <laughs> I, what I,
2: understand.
0: I, I don't yeah i don't want to be isolated <laughs> over here but you uh, not. uh but that's, that's one reason I said that, to change it up in the bedroom and keep it exciting, because your husband has some crazy stuff going on in his mind.
1: He doesn't have to play it all out.
0: No, he doesn't have to play it all out. But, uh, again, that's that's why it's important to just keep it keep it fun.
1: Keep your marriage fun. Right. Because I wrote this down yesterday because it just was like an epiphany. But when you got married, you didn't get married... In order to see how badly you could screw it up. Mm -hmm. You got married because you wanted to be with this person forever. Yeah. It wasn't forever until I come up with something better. Right. Or forever until I'm tired of you.
0: Which sadly is the mentality of of most people these days.
1: Spouses are not disposable. Yeah. They are one and done. You pick them. You love them for who they are Mm -hmm. and where they are. And so... You know, to combat this garbage. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Yeah. Remember why you married them. I, mean, I know, have no question on why I married you. Yeah. And it, that list grows every day.
0: And also remember that Satan is going to do everything within his power to try and tear that apart.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like his biggest target is the family unit. hmm Because divorce is dirty. Yeah it's painful i've never seen one i've never seen anybody come out of a divorce going that was great yeah it hurts it mm-hmm. hurts both sides yeah and you include include an affair and you've got a third party and maybe even a fourth party and children mm-hmm. other children oh, involved. yeah what super messy in the world are you thinking yeah so anyway
0: it's just it's all depressing. that to feel good for a few seconds
1: yeah yeah, I know other ways. If you want to email me, I will tell you all about it. <laughs> all about email me.
0: I'm going to email you.
1: My children are listening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear this. I'm going to I'm going to disguise my name and email you. Okay, honey. Yeah.
1: You can't hide it. You're such a cheeser.
0: Hi, this you is You
1: would go, did you get an email today?
0: Hi, this is Bertha. <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast.
1: You're such a boy.
0: Please tell me.
1: You would want me to say something. Yeah. Did you get an email today?
0: Right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to work. Hey, shoot me a text if you get an email. <laughs> some some girl named Bertha emailed our site, so uh, I'm going to forward it to you. It's wide open. By
1: the way, Rusty gets all the emails before I get them. That's right. <laughs> he just forwards them to me. Yeah. Okay. So, we got through with lust. You think we're through with... If you want... I can put the scripture about lust on the episode notes. Okay. Because this is an hour long podcast and we don't have, um, I don't think we have time because I would preach on those. Yeah. Totally preach on them. Yeah. I have four that are relevant that I think everybody needs to hear. So I'm going to put them on the show notes whenever I fill all that out. (coughs) Okay. Yeah. Second form of, and this, I think this is the most damaging to a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. But the second form of adultery is emotional.
0: Yeah. And that that's honestly the easiest one to get into.
1: It's one that you can get into without even realizing mm-hmm. it. Because, I mean, okay, an example. And this has not happened. But I can picture it happening. Mm-hmm. Say a friend of mine from high school that has known me all my life. Yeah. Just... Sends me a message on Facebook, you know, "Hi, how you doing?" Mm-hmm. And we talk a little bit and bring up the past, and it's fun to talk to him. And you start hoping you get another message from right. him, hoping that conversation's not over. Yeah, you don't tell your husband about it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or I guess this is me in the scenario, but I don't tell you about it, right? And it keeps going, and it escalates. And the next thing you know, he's calling you. Mm-hmm. You've got, he's got your phone number, so he texts you during the day. Yeah. That's your privilege. hmm That's, that's only your privilege. Yeah. If any of my...
0: Pretty soon you're looking for reasons to get out of the house for a little while.
1: Go talk to him. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to go to
0: work. I mean, hey, it's a cup of coffee. What's, you know, that's innocent. Right. We can go have coffee. That's innocent.
1: And all my male friends that I do, I have met with, it's all, it's normally been, like, art related graphic design related work related yeah and I'm so thick to flirtation and I really am I never have been good at picking up on it but it would stop at coffee Mm -hmm. but that's because I'm odd yeah and because you do meet my needs Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't I wouldn't pick up on anything that was trying to be extended but I'm not I'm odd yeah like I said and everybody else, oh my gosh, it just makes me just nervous to think about that. Mm-hmm. But at work, let's just say you actually have a real office job. Yeah. And there's this attractive lady that works with you that mm-hmm. compliments you and touches you on the shoulder.
0: Right. Laughs at my jokes. Makes and... sure to
1: come by your desk every. Every couple hours, it yeah. brings you coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay, coffee would cross the line for me. <laughs> she brings you coffee, and if she's not getting paid to be your assistant, I was saying,
0: unless she's my secretary,
1: I would hurt a woman. Yeah, but it—that's where that grows. Yeah, and we've talked about him, him having ladies, women mm, contact him on Facebook, mm-hmm. and if he hadn't been, well. I guess the word satisfied. Yeah. And what we have, he, mm-hmm. I don't know, she, they're pretty gross. Yeah. But, She's psycho <laughs> she, too. God, I just called her gross. Yeah. But anyway, if she had been pretty, and right. you do have very pretty friends. Yeah. From college and from high school. But if that had been, and there are a couple, I'm like, dude, don't let him talk. Don't let them mm-hmm. start this with him because she is pretty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm not keeping up with one end of my deal here... Yeah. I mean, she, she sneaks her way into that. I'm in mm-hmm. trouble. Yeah. Because I like her. And right. please, God, protect my marriage. Right. By the way, that's that I do pray that every day.
0: You know, the good thing uh, with us and our communication is anytime... And, I mean, it's not like it happens all the time. But anytime in the past where I have received a message oh, or mean. anything... I immediately tell you about it.
1: Yeah, he's like, look. Look what you said. And I'm like, you need to uh, yeah. end it. And he's like, oh, I yeah. am. Yeah. But, I mean, they would continue to talk to you. Yeah. And I'm like, some of this stuff was really graphic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sitting there going, is she drunk? Yeah. Because I wouldn't say that to you as your wife. Right. That's just weird. Yeah. Stop talking to my husband. Yeah. But an emotional affair... Even if you don't go past the emotional connection, mm-hmm. the best buddy at work or whatever, it's still considered adultery. Yeah. Because you're giving that part of your heart mm-hmm. to someone that's not your spouse. Right. And it's supposed to be all yours. Yeah. So, and I've said before that all of my friends growing up were male. hmm I had girlfriends too, but... Like my thick and thin guy or guys, yeah, and I, I, I didn't even have that kind of connection with them. Mm-hmm. I just I would put him out if he was on fire, but yeah, and I'd be sad if he died, but right. he didn't get that that part of me that was waiting on you mm-hmm. and not many people did mm-hmm. so I am just a unique individual.
3: Yeah, you are. You're very unique. I am
1: so unique. He is such a lucky man. Aren't I? You are. So, part of a marriage, no, actually, the whole part of a marriage is sanctification, Mm -hmm. which also means keeping your spouse holy. Yeah. That person that you married, you are, your job is to keep them as close to God as possible. Right. Which means to sanctify them. Yeah. And so if you've never understood that word, it means to keep them holy.
0: Right. And but, that, but that's it. not easy to do. No, it's not. At all.
1: No, it's very hard to do, actually.
0: Because, I mean, if you—if—if if it's my job to make sure that you are holy, then I've got to be holy, mm-hmm. too.
1: And you've got to... Part of that is to make sure they are fulfilled right. inside your marriage mm-hmm. because if you let that slip, there's way, there's way too much that can go on outside of a marriage to keep her from being holy. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay, I hope everybody caught that. Mm-hmm. But the sanctification is such a critical part of your union
2: mm-hmm.
1: and what should be the goal it, You know, as far as God's concerned.
0: I've heard, of, I mean, numerous pastors uh, talking about marriage and, and they always say that, uh, uh, you know, your your job as a spouse is not to make your spouse happy. It's to make them holy. Yeah. And yeah. So same thing you just said.
1: Holy should come first. Happy will follow.
0: Yeah.
1: I promise. All right. So I made um, absolutely zero notes on physical. Yeah. Affairs, Physical adultery.
3: Oh, gosh.
1: But we all know it's sex. Yeah. And we all know that it's wrong. And I'm just going to stop a minute and talk about sin. Yeah. Because it's all sinful. Every bit of it's sinful.
0: I need to get more coffee.
1: Go get coffee. I'm I'm preaching.
0: You preach. I'm going to grab some coffee.
1: Okay. It should be good and hot. But... You know, Rusty and I have been, and y'all know this, in a completely hard place the past at least a year. And we know there are ways out of this that include or are complete sin. Uh, We could choose to do something that would completely alleviate our financial issues. But it's not godly. So we have turned away from drug running and working for the mafia. I've thought about it. I've thought about every bit of it. But I also know that once you let one little sin in, it's going to make an avalanche of sin. And the only way out of that is either death, jail, or completely letting it all go to God. So you start a snowball, like I said, of sin. Just, you know, let it a little bit at a time in to fix a situation. It's not a fix. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. So start at the beginning before you even jump into something that you know is wrong. Stop it because once you get halfway into the middle and it's emotional and then it turns physical, there's that avalanche of sin and you're buried. Yeah. And the only way out is pain. Mm -hmm. It's painful. So where Rusty and I would want to fix our situation by doing something that's completely sinful, Mm -hmm. there are ways to make money out there that It's really easy to make money if you're dirty. Right. But that's not who we are.
0: I I can't remember if I've shared this story um, with our podcast listeners, but back before you and I got married. Yeah, I I love this story. And I lived in South Florida and I was working in a coffee shop. And uh, there was a guy that came in every day, greasy dude, you know. And um, I mean, there was no question as to what his line of work was. This is South Florida. South Florida. Miami area and um, so I was talking to him one day we got to know each other uh, fairly well because again he came in every day and and we started talking and I told him I was a pilot and uh, this was right after I was laid off or furloughed from the airlines mm-hmm. after 9-11 um, but we were, you know telling him I was a pilot and one day he came in he's like hey um, you know if you ever want to make real money You know, fly and let me know, and I'm like, oh yeah, what you know, what do you got? Oh yeah. (laughs) And uh, there's an island just off the coast of Florida called Bimini, and in a in a plane it takes maybe 15 minutes to get there. And uh, he said, hey, if you want to start doing flights from here to Bimini and back, um, you can make $2,000 a flight. And I'm sitting there going, good grief, I could do 20 flights a day.
1: Make it five, and we got a deal.
0: You know, and I'm like, all right, what's the catch here? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, well, um, you have to fly about 100 feet over the water. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're that low, radar can't pick you up. And uh, so obviously that was running drugs. Yeah. And man, that was tempting. Yeah, it I is. mean, I could have made so much bank.
1: Just to be honest, I can't believe you didn't. I know. Because back in that moment in your life, yeah. that was a low, low point.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. coffee. Yeah. And you've got all this, this yeah. money. Going an
0: airline pilot to a coffee server. Yeah. And
1: security guard. But, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about, though. Mm-hmm. And right now, when there is no out yeah. to what we're in. hmm Sin is so attractive. Yeah. If you're in a marriage where sin is attracted to be attractive to you, you're gonna have to get some counseling. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah. Because if you if you can't reconcile this on your own, that what you're doing is extremely dangerous. hmm And sin leads to sin, and more sin, and bigger and worse sin, and you've got you'll have to dig yourself out of it. hmm and, you know, Rusty and I, not sexually, but financially, our big snowball avalanche would definitely lead to jail time. I mean, money, oh, yeah. any kind of money, we'd oh, both yeah. be going to jail. we yeah. got two kids. Yeah. Sexual immorality mm-hmm. is going to lead you to something that's a whole lot more painful. Yeah. It's the unity of two people. It's so sacred mm-hmm. that I mean, money is nothing, right. To God, marriage is.
0: Well, that's why the that's why you know God says in the Bible that you know any any sin that you can do, uh, you know, I mean, hey, it's a sin; it's not good. But but any sexual sin uh, is a sin against your own body. Yeah, and
1: which is his body, right? Which, there's so many, there's so much more in-depth stuff to that, mm-hmm. to that one thing. It's not just your body and his body, it's the church body, it's everything. Yeah. It's everything. And marriage is everything to him. Yeah. So, don't fall into a sin trap where a marriage is, I is, can't, okay, I don't even care, where a marriage is involved. Yeah. Don't. Don't fall
0: for it. You know, something else to remember is, and and most Christians, I think, forget this, but if you call yourself a Christian, um, you are an ambassador.
1: Yeah. For, MP ambassador.
0: Yeah, for God. And, <laughs> That's
1: Nick, by
0: the way. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, so if, if you're having an affair and it's known or you divorce your spouse for it and all that... Um, you know, people are watching you, and people know that you're a Christian, and they they see this behavior. And number one, it just completely uh, smears the name of God. And right. speaking while I'm on this, you know, the Bible says, "Don't take the name of God, or don't, yeah, don't take the name of God in vain." And that's not talking about cussing. That's not talking about language. Right. That's saying He's above words. Right. Come that's on. saying, hey, you, if you're identifying as a Christian you're taking his name on. And if you do anything to smear his name or make him look bad, that's taking his name in vain. Yeah. And so that's, you know, I just wanted to clarify that.
2: Right. Because
0: most people think it, you know, don't say GD. Yeah.
1: No. But but again, God's a little bit tougher than words. Yeah. He's talking about your behavior. Yeah. And also if someone knows or thinks you're a Christian because you portrayed yourself as one and you do... Have an affair. Yeah. What's that tell them? Mm -hmm. Hey, well, he did it. I can do it. Right. He's forgiven. Yeah, it's forgiven. It's forgiven. But that doesn't mean you should do everything possible to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. That's stupid. Yeah. Of course, it's all forgiven. But I'm not going to go kill somebody because God forgets that. Right. I want to sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to. So you've got to take yourself out of a worldly context and live in a godly context. You've got to live differently if you're calling yourself a Christian. Right. It's you just the world should mean nothing to you. Yeah. Including other flesh. Yeah. So, this physical stuff. I mean, I guess it's it's a given that's what adultery is supposed to be.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: And we all know what that is. And we all know what happens. But I feel like uh, the, talking about lust and mm-hmm. emotional adultery mm-hmm. is a little more important because we all do know what an affair is oh, yeah. supposed to be. Right. You can't cover these other two up and say, well, they're, they're, they're nothing. Yeah. No, they're more than nothing. Right. They're a whole lot of something. They're as bad as a physical affair.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: I think, for me, an emotional affair... If you, Mm -hmm. it would hurt me more than you having sex with somebody. Yeah, I know it would, and so that's bad.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and again, that's why that's why Jesus said, "Hey, if you even look at a woman, you've committed lustful eyes. Don't look at her. You've committed adultery.
1: Look at her and appreciate how pretty she is. Yeah, but stop. Yeah, because you've got somebody that is right next to you, and this is for women too." that has promised to die for you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and take care of you and respect them enough. That's where it all boils down. Just respect your marriage. Right. The way God asks you to. That's okay. You can make noise. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to set it down. Here. It's fine.
1: We usually have barking, so... Yeah. And squeaking, so I'm pretty proud of them. Yeah. For just laying here like a big girl. Is there anything else we need to add? The porn stuff... Porn is, um, and I don't I don't care if a body is completely covered or uncovered
2: mm-hmm.
1: or covered up. Porn is something that can be made out of anything. That's what I'm trying to say. Men and women both can look at something and visually picture it mm-hmm. in a sexual way. I, don't, I mean... Especially men. Yeah. And, well, you know, we had a friend whose 13-year-old daughter was, well emailed mm-hmm. on Facebook and well the mom was she had a picture of her daughter on her Facebook profile picture but yeah
0: now this uh, yeah this mom posts
1: uh, she, she'll post the pictures of her kids all the time right. and none of them are provocative no no not one of them no very innocent pictures but pretty kids mm-hmm. and grown men have emailed her because they saw the profile picture yeah and turned it into porn yeah that just one look at a pretty little girl. I mean, it can, it can happen to kids as young as eight, five. Mm-hmm. Porn can be anything anymore. Yeah. It doesn't have to be graphic sexual content. Yeah. But it escalates to that. And we'll talk, we can talk about that. Yeah, addiction. we'll get
0: that addiction. Yes. We've,
1: we've lived through it. We've mm-hmm. gone through it with our kids. I mean, it's It's a cancer. Oh, yeah. So, it'll be talked about.
0: I swear, everything we've talked about in this, all of our episodes, we've had to deal with.
1: Well, that's why we we call ourselves experts.
0: Right. We're the experts. Other than infidelity, we have not.
1: Right. No, you have. Like, we talked about. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, in the past, yeah.
1: That has actually kept us a lot more secure than... Mm -hmm. most marriages because he knows the pain. Oh, yeah. Even though he and his ex-wife weren't even close to compatible or in it for the right reasons, which sounds silly because they were married, but, I mean, it hurt you Mm -hmm. to the core. Oh, yeah. In rejection. Mm Mm-hmm. But even though you weren't, either one of you weren't even attracted to each other anymore. Right. It was still hard.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So... That part of your first marriage has been, sadly, a blessing.
0: Oh yeah, because I, you know yeah, how. I learned, man, I learned so much.
1: Well, not only that, but you you have communicated to me how it felt mm-hmm. vividly. Yeah. I understand it. I mean, I would have anyway. That's
0: why I was so skinny when we met. It was. Mm-hmm. It
1: looked like he was wearing his uh, older brother's clothes. Like yeah. he was just <laughs> in somebody else's clothes. He was so skinny. Yeah. Too poor to buy anything else?
0: But pretty much, yeah.
1: Anything else you want to hit on before we're done here?
0: I don't think so. Um, I mean, I think we hit this pretty thorough. Thoroughly.
1: Yeah. Keep your emotions and your eyes to yourself. Yeah. Stay away from something that doesn't belong to you. Stay away from, stay away from women or men who may flirt. Mm-hmm okay one more story and then I'm done we had a friend that was married that we spent quite a bit of time with and when we would go anywhere with him to have to eat to just out with our families Mm -hmm. he was so flirtatious with the uh, employees oh yeah where we would go like yeah. this little weight staff right any female and it was the most uncomfortable thing i have experienced yeah it
0: was crazy
1: to the point that we had to stop spending time mm-hmm. because it was uncomfortable for both of us oh yeah i didn't want my children to see that mm-hmm. and then his family i'm like what is going on here
0: and plus he thought he was god's gift to women
1: Well, that was evident when he was showing everyone that. I mean, he was very, very open with that. Yeah. But don't do that. Don't flirt with the waitresses. She's, Mm -hmm. or even the waiter, Mm -hmm. they're there to work. They're not there to go home with you. Right. Or to give you extras because you were flirty. Right. Stop it. Right. It's ridiculous anyway, that was something that I can never get over because it was so bad.
0: You know, we mentioned this last episode, uh, you talked about how important it is to look good for your spouse. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just, I mean, it all kind of flows together yeah, here.
1: Yeah, that's why I wanted to do this. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Because, oh, again, all of our episodes lead into another. Yeah. And, I mean... Use them like a workbook. Speaking of, yeah, we are going, or we're going to try to, anyway, write a curriculum mm-hmm. from this podcast, from the beginning until, well, or we don't know when we're going to end, but there's yeah. so much to always touch on.
0: Well, we feel like um, there are a lot. I mean, probably, it'd probably blow us away if we actually knew the, yeah. the real numbers. But, um, I mean, every church has marital issues in it. Yeah. And probably way more than any of us realize. We've
1: been surprised.
0: Yeah. And you know, the the feedback we've received from this, the podcast we're doing um, you know, is so positive and so many people are, you know, man, I needed to hear that or yeah. I learned so much or, or and so what we want to do is just go through and just basically build a curriculum off of our podcast and start going around and and teaching that. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully go around and teaching that.
1: Kind uh, of a supplement to a sermon. Right. Or what you may have learned, or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But get up in front of everybody and be as real as we are right here with you. Yeah. Because if you're adult enough to be in, in a relationship, a marriage, mm-hmm. then you're adult enough to hear what I'm going to tell you.
0: Right. And We're,
1: we're, we're biblically based.
0: Yeah, and like you said, I mean, we can say stuff— that a pastor can't say
1: yeah and if you sign up for it to come hear us talk yeah you already know yeah. that we're not going to cut corners we're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it
0: everybody sign a waiver not to hold the church liable.
1: probably wouldn't be a bad <laughs> idea those are probably easily found on legal zoom that's right uh, there was something else i want to talk about and i can't remember it'll probably come to me later I do want to thank everybody for the positive feedback. Like, Oh, yeah. Christy Reyes. Yeah. She's serving our, our church in the DR with her husband, Alejandro. Yeah. And, um, oh, another thing. A little, well, she's not little, but a girl from home. She was like, oh, I'm listening. And I, I like how you always talk about steel, but you say we're poor. I don't I feel really bad about that. Mm-hmm. But pe- she doesn't understand because she's lived there all her life. People in even in Murfreesboro that that does have poverty has no idea what kind of poverty Steel has. Mm-hmm. But it's because the inner city here, you know, they may do without. Right. We there are a lot of people that come along and help them, but in Steel, they have poverty like this city has never seen. Yeah, And that town will take care of it themselves. Mm-hmm. They all come along and help each other. And that's how they have survived mm-hmm. forever.
0: That's the way it should be, too. And
1: it should be. And I learned so much from growing up in a town that small. Mm-hmm. So, And this sounds so sad, but when I see things from a third-world country, I'm like, yeah, well, that's... People like that live in steel mm-hmm. right down the road from my memo. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. People living in buses forever. Mm-hmm. It happens, in no water, no electricity, but people help them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and without having to ask. Yeah. So, it was a great place to grow up because I learned more about the world than I would have if I'd grown up here. Yeah. So, Yeah. anyway, Abby, that was for you. Yeah. It's not that I don't love steel. It's that I'm just telling the truth, and you know that. But you know, there's different types of poverty in this world, yeah, in this country.
0: So. Well, hey, like I like I've said before, um, shoot us an email if you get time.
1: If you have any questions.
0: Yeah, need advice. Go to our website, theringer.com.
1: I will not. um, Or
0: theringerpodcast.com.
1: Theringerpodcast.com, and also you can see us on Instagram. I don't do much there, just to let you know that you know new episodes are up. But it's the Ringer podcast yeah. also. Yeah. Um, Facebook too. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not a big fan.
0: Yeah. And I would, personally, I would like to ask all of you to say a specific prayer. Go ahead. That, um, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be in a dump truck the rest of my life. Um, I would rather do, I would rather be useful for God and his kingdom. And I think our marriage stuff would be uh very useful and very well received yeah and so I'd like for you guys to just specifically pray that God will somehow open up a door to get me out of the dump truck and able to to sustain our family uh, with doing stuff like this
1: we need to concentrate on more of what he's wanting to do with us yeah and he we can't do that when
0: when I'm gone you're having to worry about
1: your truck breaking down right on the road, yeah, and that's that's been for about two weeks now. That's been constant. Oh yeah, every day. Yeah, something stupid and small, mm-hmm. but we keep mustering through it. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what good it's doing, but yeah, <laughs> one day we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, we, you know, God tells you to be specific in prayer. So yeah,
0: so I would I would covet your specific prayers on that, please. and
1: if you have any. Prayer request of yours yeah. for your marriage, or for someone else's marriage. Mm-hmm. Tell us. We are praying, people. Mm-hmm. I pray all day long, and anytime I get you know, some request, it's immediately
0: prayed oh, for. Yeah. same here. So. Same here.
1: Are you gonna go back to work? I don't so, know. Do You want to go back to work? No, I don't. Okay. No. I don't care if you do. <laughs> We have things here we can work on. That's right. We've got a book to
0: finish. That's right. But hey, guys, thanks again for listening. Uh, As always, it's good to to hang out with you guys online. We enjoy it. Yeah.
1: We really enjoy doing this.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, shoot us an email. Let us know you're listening. We love to hear from you guys. And have a great rest of the week, and we will see you next time.